We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Wider. And one. Count the bucket. All right. Welcome back. We're not officially calling this episode 60. That will be coming to you guys next week. Um... A little different episode this week. <laughs> I'm laughing saying that because we say that every single week, but this actually has never happened before, I think, in the history of the Swider Show. Uh, this is the first time we will have a solo mic. So, as you can tell, Swider has not spoken yet. Adam's not spoken yet. I'm holding down the fort. Uh, not for them, but for you guys because we wanted to put something on the feed, and I know you guys are, uh, you know, clamoring for my takes. So, I, as having this podcast, have taken this as an opportunity to spew some of my bad takes whenever there is an opportunity. Uh, the plan is, as you guys might remember, the last time Swider wasn't able to join us, Adam and I went through some NBA predictions. Um, so I'm going to review those briefly um, and then give some more takes for the rest of the NBA season. So yeah, disclaimer, this will just be me on this pod, probably about 15, 20 minutes uh, maybe three hours, depending on how it goes. It's kind of all at my discretion. So um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it's riffing. But if you want to turn it off, uh, next time I see you, if I see you in person, just tell me, tell me, lie to my face, and tell me that you listened to the whole thing. And that was great to stroke my ego. But um, no, in all seriousness, no hard feelings. Just hit the download button before you leave. So um, we will be back next week with the full crew and with a cute guest for you guys. Um, and yeah, kind of more back to normal. But the reason that uh, it's just me this week is because Swider is in the NBA. He's very busy. Um, a little peek behind the curtain on Saturday, we were with each other. He was gracious enough to give the show, um, as you guys saw on our Instagram story. If you don't follow us, follow us at Swider Show, as I've been saying for um, a full year worth of weeks plus eight. So, what's that? 14 months worth of weeks, 60 weeks. I've been telling you guys to follow us, so if you don't yet, please do. But, um, yeah, on our story, you saw that me and Adam got tickets to the game. We saw the Knicks. We saw the Heat. Um, tough loss for the Heat. The Knicks look very, very good right now. Maybe that's one of my takes. I don't know. you have to stick around to find out. But um, after that, Swider then flew to South Dakota Sunday morning, first thing Sunday morning. Was there for all of Sunday, all Monday. Played last night in their game. And due to uh, an illness from friend of the, uh, our latest friend of the show, Duncan Robinson. Feel better, Duncan. I know you're listening. But um, 
Swatter was then, presumably for that reason, called up. And they are probably have 10 minutes left on the warm-up clock right now to play the Sacramento Kings. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a very crazy thing to follow along with his life, with his schedule. But that's kind of why I think at times this year there's been some choppiness with the pod because when you're in Miami and then having to fly to South Dakota, sometimes the geography of it is tough to hop front behind a microphone. So, um, And then our th- third member of our crew, Adam, is also very busy because he is still a senior at Syracuse. I don't know if we've ever really like reiterated that enough on the podcast that Adam is still an active student at Syracuse. He's a senior. People ask me that all the time. Um, and he still just like dominates this audio and makes it sound professional and makes me and Swider sound very good every week. So, um, yeah, he had class, he had projects and whatnot. So, um, we thought about doing no show, but then I said, I got takes that I got to get off my chest. So that's, that's exactly what I'm using this opportunity to do. So, uh, quick, like I said, first recap, um, this is very weird, by the way. I don't know how people do this. Like, like the Draymonds of the world. I think Micah Parsons has a podcast. Bill Simmons does this a lot. Rosillo does this a lot, where they're just talking by themselves. Very difficult. Um, I would encourage you, wherever you're listening to this, like, I don't know. Oh, you know what it's like? It's like uh, like in college when you have a speech or something in class, and they tell you to record yourself, which I never did. I never followed that instruction. Um, thankfully, I don't have to listen to this, but... It's a very weird thing talking by myself and knowing that there's like actually going to be people that end up listening to it, but or maybe no one's listening to it. That's also on the on the table. But all right, that was some nice podcasting buying time as I pulled up the spreadsheet. But like I said, we're going to review these standings real quick. I won't go through too methodical, um, as that would be terrible terrible radio. But the point system, as we said was uh, you're getting two points for each seed you get right. Or one point for playoff team right, two points for the seed right. And then from there, it's just kind of broken down with the playoffs. The most fun will be the uh, the awards that we predicted to kind of check in halfway through the year. I don't know about you guys. I love, I'm obsessed with like following along with this stuff. Um, so yeah, we'll start with me. I, I will just rapid fire through the Eastern Conference. I went Milwaukee. We spelled Milwaukee in the the uh, Excel sheet incorrectly. I'm, I'm hopeful no, none of you caught that, but I'm Milwaukee, Boston, Cleveland, Philadelphia, Miami, Indiana, top six. Indy, probably my best prediction there. Milwaukee, Boston, you got to flip. But other than that, not bad. Knicks, seven. Hawks, eight. Magic, nine. Raptors, ten. Nets, eleven. Hornets, twelve. Bulls, thirteen. And then 14-15 Detroit-Washington. So I realize you're probably not looking at the standings as I am reading those off. The biggest misses um, would be, I guess, the Bulls, 13. They're in ninth right now. And then the the Knicks, who might be the best team of all time. I had them finishing seventh, but they look very, very good right now. Um, Don't take that too to heart because it's pretty bad radio. But Western Conference, Denver, Minnesota, bang. That's my biggest one that I've gotten right so far. Golden State, three, yikes. Suns, four, not bad. Lakers, five, also, yikes. Kings, six, OKC, seven. Mavs, eight. Pelicans, nine. And then Grizzlies, Clippers, 11. Oof. Spurs, 12. Jazz, 13. 
14 Houston, 15 Portland. So I transparently have not looked at this myself yet. Western Conference pretty bad. Warriors way off. Lakers way off. Um, the Timberwolves is probably the thing I'm beating my chest the most about, but not really the most things. To, or, uh, not really the best look for me there. Adam. 1 through 15, Rapid Fire, Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland, New York, Miami, Philadelphia, damn. Atlanta, Brooklyn, Toronto, Orlando, Chicago, Indiana, Charlotte, Detroit, and Washington. Um, you were probably wondering if I'm actually going to read what the literal standings are right now so you can compare them. Yes, I'll try to go slower here so you can think of what I just said. But Celtics, Bucks, Knicks, Cavs, Sixers, and fifth after last night. Pacers, Heat, Magic, Bulls, Hawks, Nets, Raptors, Hornets, Wizards, Pistons. Um, so, Adam, basically the top six dead on um, with the teams that are in the mix, but the seating's a little bit off. Western Conference, again, like myself, not as good, but Phoenix, Denver, Lakers, Memphis 4, Clippers 5, Warriors 6, then Mavs, OKC, New Orleans, Minnesota, Sacramento, Portland, Houston, Utah, and San Antonio. So biggest misses there would be the Lakers in ninth right now. He has them in third. Um, Phoenix won. They're, what, six? And then the Grizzlies, he had four. They are 13th. So the actual Western Conference, I'll just go through the playoff team so you don't have to just, like, get confused with me listing these teams. Timberwolves, Nuggets, Thunder, Clippers, Kings, Suns, Mavs, Pelicans, Lakers. So I guess the Western Conference we were dead wrong on. Not shaping up as, as we saw it, as the boys saw it. But uh, I guess that's the point of the Swider so short. The midseason check-in. Let you guys know, trans like, uh, full honesty where we stand. Rookie of the year, we both had Wemby. I think that, I don't know, I feel like the discourse coming into the, like, end of the season, I... I feel like he's still going to win. I think Chet, if I like had the vote, probably should win. But I think Wemby's going to gain a lot of steam because that happens with every single award. Whoever's winning in November, it's like, oh, there's no way this person loses. There's just too many months to talk you out of it. So I think Chet will kind of fall off. And Wemby, who is, I mean, in his defense, averaging 21-11. But words, that always happens, I feel like. It's kind of like uh, quarterbacks in college be- or college football. If you come back for another year, there's just, like, too much time to nitpick you. So, uh, sixth man of the year, I had Bobby Portis. Not going to win. Uh, I don't think so, at least. I haven't really looked at the odds for this. Adam and Norman Powell, very solid pick. I had Swider's good friend and teammate, Bam Adebayo, for defensive player of the year. He's probably towards the top, but um, I feel like Gobert's going to win this for, like, the 14th time in his career. A. Lou, Evan Mobley, yikes. Not happening, hey, Lou. <laughs> Sorry, brother. Um, MVP. Damn, I shouldn't have chirped Adam right before I'm about to say this because I had Steph, which having an, another great year, but they're, uh, I feel like they're just too low on the standings for him to really make a push at it. Adam had Luka. Very good pick. I feel like he might end up winning it with the Embiid thing, which, oh, teaser. One of my hot takes. Scoring title, I had Luka. Good pick. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, if Embiid does end up, I don't know if, can someone right now do the thing where you're listening to a podcast and you know the answer to what they're talking about, but they don't, and you get pissed off? I'll get you pissed off right now. I don't know if the 65-game thing applies to the scoring title or not, but if that happens with Embiid, then Luka probably has it locked up because he's averaging like 35 a game. Um, Adam, SGA, another good pick. Basically, any other year in NBA history, he would have won it, so... Um, our number one hottest take, which will lead in to my three hot takes that nobody is asking for. Mine was Anthony Edwards' first team all NBA. In retrospect, not not the hottest take in the world. Um, I think he's in pretty good shape too. I guess, although the guys I just named, Luke and SGA, would would qualify as guards, but the positionless thing probably helps Anthony Edwards. I don't know why I thought that was the hottest take ever, but um, I will round the bases and touch them all if it ends up being correct. Adam. I started dying laughing when I saw this. Los Angeles Lakers swept in round one. Unbelievable that, first of all, that came to his mind in the moment. And second of all, if that happens now, that's not going to be the most like sh- surprising thing at all. So, uh, yeah, that's where we stand. Quick, again, sneak peek. I We both had Milwaukee versus Boston Eastern Conference Finals. I had Denver Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. Adam has Phoenix, Denver. Um, I had Bucks, Golden State in the finals. Adam, Boston, Phoenix in the finals. So Adam definitely in better shape there. Although I had the Bucks winning it all, he had the Celtics winning it all. So I guess I guess theoretically we both could be right there. But um, that's the predictions. In retrospect, probably not the easiest thing to li- listen to. I just basically listed the name the names of each NBA team like seven different times. But, um, yeah, if you want to do some pauses, check in with where we're at and uh, juxtapose it with the standings, then then feel free. But that leads us into what you guys are all waiting for, which is my takes. I have three hottest takes for the rest of the NBA season and one from college basketball that um, isn't even – I mean, it's a take, but there's not really much to, to undress about it, so I'll save that for the end. Um Number one, as I just mentioned, Luka Doncic, second in, uh, right now he's second in the league in scoring, behind only who I feel like has to be the MVP favorite again. I didn't prepare at all and didn't look at the betting odds for this, but I think Embiid has to be the MVP favorite right now with how he's playing. He just scored 70 last week. Sixers are as good as they looked in years. Um, And by all accounts, is having maybe like a top three 
top five historical scoring season of all time, but he missed, what, two games this week? He's got five games left to miss. This new rule that everyone knew about, we talked about on the pod. You have to play 65 in order to make first team all NBA or to make the all NBA teams and uh, most importantly to win MVP. So, what people didn't really realize at the start and uh, what I actually I hopefully I said this on the pod at the time, but I didn't really go in, into the nitty gritty of it. I think we're gonna start seeing people like rolling the ball out of bounds as soon as the ball is tipped in these games just to get to 65 game threshold. I'm not saying a beat is gonna do it himself, but I don't know. Think of a scenario where they have four games left in the NBA or in the season. He has one game to miss. There's absolutely no playoff seeding implications. Um, if you remember last year, Drew Holiday for the Bucks. He we've seen this in the past with guys with like their bonuses, where it's if they hit a certain amount of games play, if they play 70 games in a year, then they get a certain bonus, and uh, they'll literally start the game. They'll win the jump ball. They'll play one possession or in some cases just like roll it out of bounds or commit a personal foul on like an intentional foul on on purpose and then they check out for the rest of the game and it technically counts as a game played but um i don't know just kind of a, a forecast of of how the the conversation everything shifts about that because i like every other mvp nba fan really like this rule when it came out of face value but i feel like um there's going to be guys that kind of like compromise it in a way that makes for like fun conversation but then also people just start absolutely freaking out and then it's like making the first week or two about april instead of like gearing up for the playoffs they're just screaming at each other about um this game's played thing so that's my first take which kind of ironic given the the show first take is just a hotbed for scalding hot takes um my second this also, I guess, I don't know how hot of a take this is. I also don't know how hot of a take the first one is. I think the one, the third one is going to make or raise the most eyebrows, so stick around for that. But uh, I see the Clippers losing first round against Phoenix. I think that's how it breaks out. I think that's how the standings will shake out. And uh, the Clippers are a real hot commodity right now, which deservedly so. I mean, they've played, like, the best basketball maybe in the history of the franchise since they acquired Harden, which I didn't see coming at all. I don't think anyone saw coming, but um, I think the Suns kind of round into shape. I think they beat the Clippers in the first round. I think that's the matchup, and uh, I could see it being pretty quick. I feel like they'd win in like five or six games, which sounds kind of crazy, but um, I don't know. I think Beal is, is better in that f- fit than I thought he was going to be, and um I just see them kind of beating them pretty swiftly, and there will be a lot of takes about it. I'm talking about that it's like it's actually like the the seating's already matched up, but um, yeah, that was what four or five matchup three. This is the this is the one I was just like kind of spewing to this point, but I think uh, I think the Thunder are going to make the finals, which I have spewed this on a lot of group chats, um, namely in my brother's group chat and. Hopefully my youngest and favorite brother, Kellen, is listening right now. He absolutely gets beside himself about my, my take, so I'm in a lot of ways just making this for him. But um, I think the Thunder make the finals. What's the basis? Right now, um, I feel like everyone is clamoring for them to get size. People are talking about, like, by people, I mean one 
ex- one exactly one Instagram post I saw from Bleacher Report of them getting Andre Drummond. Um, and I think the worry is Chet, right? He's like pretty slim, 6'10", 6'11", but he's very skinny. And who do you have to go through in the West right now to make the finals? I think it's the Nuggets. Everyone would agree with that. Um, the Nuggets have Nikola Jokic. I don't know if you've heard. That was the first bad joke I made with zero audience. But um, I actually think the Thunder are built better. I think they'll make a trade, first of all. I don't know for who, but I don't think they should get a center is basically the point of this take. Um, yes, Jokic is going to dominate them. I think in a lot of ways, though, the Nugget, or the Thunder are as good of a matchup for the Nuggets as anyone in the league and maybe the best matchup in the league. I think they have enough firepower at the guard position um, and, like, enough size across the board. Everyone just talks about their size and them being small, basically only because of Chet and whoever's backing them up, the other Jalen Williams. But um, they're a pretty big, you know, top five. Like, Giddy's giant. Um, SGA is very big. Lou Dort's a monster. And then Jalen Williams is also, like, I don't know, 6'8". And then you get to Chet. So I think across the board, like, they provide at other positions some size issues for other people. Um, and, yeah, I just think it'll surprise a lot of people. I've, I've seen comparisons to, like, the Kings from last year. I think the, like, sentiments kind of there, the sentiment's definitely not the word, the right word to use there. But I see the thought process there is what I'm trying to say. It's this young team that's kind of come out of nowhere, and they've really – in a lot of people's eyes, overachieved. Um, to that, I would say, if you look at last year. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. They still were about 500. Um, they're going to win probably 13, 14 more games. Um, and, they, yeah, sure, they don't have any playoff experience, but I think if there's a year to kind of, like, break through and just their talent will override and, um, you know, beat some better teams, this would be the year. And I think the comparison is more so, like, the 2013 Warriors because I think SGA is not as good as, as Steph, obviously, but, like, historically yet, but... Um, he is a bona fide top four, top five guy. He could be the best player in a series with Jokic, which sounds nuts, but I don't know. You just got to win four games, and I think he's good enough to do that. And then, um, you know, across the board, they're just more talented than people think. I, I think they're like a legitimate title contender. And then I think th- I think they'll lose to whoever comes out of the East, the Bucks or the Celtics. But um, yeah, that was my five minutes on why I think OKC is going to win the finals.
or not win the finals, make the finals, win the West. Um, and I'm excited for those of you who listen. Like I said at the top, if you see me, tell me I did a great job, but you could also clown me when this is when, probably. This is very incorrect, but um, yeah, I don't know how long that was. Maybe a good 15 minutes of my hottest takes. And the last thing I, if Syracuse is not won the national title, of course, if they, um, quick minute on Syracuse, they lost to BC last night, tough loss. Very weird college basketball team. Very weird college basketball game. BC had 21 turnovers. Syracuse just kind of had a dry spell. But, um, like you know, me and Swider never say anything negative about the Orange. I still think they'll be perfectly fine. If you look at their schedule right now, um, they're going to, you know, if they just win the games they're supposed to, then they'll get in the tournament and definitely make some noise. But, um, if they are not cutting down the nets first Monday, April, I think Arizona's going to win the national championship. I think the parallels are there between them and UConn last year. So that's my uh, CBB take. But I think that's it. I think uh, I have no idea how good or bad that was. I'm going to go probably more so bad than good. But um, had some fun doing it. Hope you guys enjoy listening. And like I said, um, the plan next week is to have one of your favorite guests, one of our favorite guests. Um, you could probably guess who it is. Q's guest. Name rhymes with Gutty. So we'll see you next week. Thank you. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, a company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed this week's show. To find out who will be joining us next week, Make sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Swider Show on Instagram, at Swider Show on Twitter, and at Swider Show on TikTok. We also recently developed our very own YouTube page, www.youtube.com slash at Swider Show and subscribe. You can send in a mailbag question to be featured on the show, swidershow at gmail.com. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure to turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode week to week. Cole Swider Show with Patty Casey is presented by Blue Wire Podcast and our executive producer is Adam Lewis. Swider Show was created by Cole Swider, Patty Casey, and producer Adam Lewis. All rights reserved. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week.